Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in Revelation 16 and it's the seven bowls of God's wrath. It's uh, really, to me, it's an example of men hardening their hearts and they would rather face the consequences of hard hearts than admitting they're wrong and they're sinning and asking for forgiveness. So with that, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, I come before you thanking you. I've been that man, and at times I still am, who has hardened his heart, knows he's sinning, knows he's being taken to a, <laughs> a terrible result, and yet I've kept that heart hard and walked down my path. I'm grateful that it hasn't led to my demise. I'm grateful it hasn't led to a life of or an eternity of separation from you. I thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy, for allowing me to repent and allowing me to walk with you and to continue to strive to be better as a human being, even though I still fail all the time at it. You still love me, and you continue to walk with me. So I thank you, Father. I lift up this time. I lift up this reading to you. I pray, Holy Spirit, for you to guide us, to share your wisdom and understanding with us. So it's your voice we hear. It's your wisdom we gain. And there's nothing from me. Because, as I just said, I'm just a guy who walks at times against your will. So please, Father, speak to us. Help us to understand who you are so we can love you with all of our heart, our whole being, and love our neighbors as ourselves. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So there's some pretty interesting pieces in here. Um, it's really a terrible chapter, just in the fact that so many people die. And the world is destroyed or comes to such a terrible end. And having been someone who lives on that earth, I kind of like it and it's kind of like I'm from California, but they've ruined it, so I've left. It makes me sad. I'm grateful for where I live, but I'm sad that my state is destroyed, is wrecked. So it's kind of the same thing, just looking at this, thinking, oh my goodness, I know I'm going to go to a better place, i.e. Florida, but I'm still sad because I really liked the earth. <laughs> I guess if that makes sense. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump right on into chapter 16, verse 1. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go, pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land, and ugly, festering sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The second angel poured out his bowl and poured out his bowl on the sea and it turned into blood like that of a dead person and every living thing in it died the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of water and they became blood then i heard the angel in charge of the waters say you are just in these judgments o holy one you 
who are who are and who were for they have shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve and i heard the altar altar respond yes lord god almighty true and just are your judgments the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun and the sun was allowed to scorch people with fire they were seared by the intense heat and they cursed the name of god who had control over these plagues, but they refused to repent and glorify him. And this is where I get confused. I mean, I don't because I've hardened my heart plenty of times. But if they know God is doing this, and if they know that they are worshiping the the beast, and that beast can't change and can't stop what's happening, why would they not repent? Why would they not repent and turn to him? But again, man's heart is hard and stubborn is often our minds. Verse 10, the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People nod their tongues in agony and curse the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, but they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three impure spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are demonic spirits that perform signs, and they go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for the battle on the great day of God Almighty. Look, I come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed so as not to go naked and be shamefully exposed. Then they gathered the kings together to the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air and out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne saying, It is done. Then there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. No earthquake like it had ever occurred since mankind had been on earth. So tremendous was the quake. The great city split into three parts and the cities of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every island fled away and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones, each weighing about a hundred pounds, fell on people. And they cursed God on account of the plague of hail, because the plague was so terrible. So no matter how much they were, how much pain they were in, how much logic it made, hey, I'm worshiping this, this beast or this person. They're doing all these things, but they can't stop the plagues. They can't stop God. They can't, they don't repent. Charles Spurgeon wrote or preached. He said, repentance, which is worth having, turns a man inside out and purges the innermost part of the soul, killing the love of sin so that even if sin could be made profitable and sweet to the man, he could not abide it. If sin were buttered and sugared on both sides, the true penitent would not have it. For he has found that there is a deadly poison in its sweetness, and therefore he loathes it and leaves it. 
The really repentant one hates sin as sin and turns from it with purpose of heart. Beware of a superficial repentance, for the Lord abhors, abhors it. God is not mocked. He sees the loathsomeness of the ulcer through the film, which seeks to hide it. <coughs> so God wants real repentance. He wants these people to repent. As I wrote in the summary, I know God wanted me to turn to him when I hardened my heart and walked my own path that was wrong. Even though I knew it was wrong, I kept walking that path. It's not what God wanted for me. It's not what God wants for these people. He wants to give them grace. He loves people. He loves us. He wants what's best for us. But we are allowed to choose. He would love for these people to repent, to truly repent, understand their sin, that he sent witnesses. He sent signs. He sent plagues. If it can't be a carrot, it needs to be a stick. But they still don't repent. And that's the sad part. People, including myself, have been plenty hard-headed where I've refused to repent until I've gone all the way through my action and it was miserable. And I saw the errors of my ways, even though I'd seen them much earlier on. And I did repent. Thankfully, we have time to repent. But do we? It's like he says in there, in the, in the uh, verse 15, look, I come like a thief. So a thief in the night, we don't know when they're, when a thief is coming, it's surprised on us. So I just thank God that he, I've had time to repent and to now walk with him. And with that, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today and for your word. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving me when I don't deserve it. Thank you for being the one who reached out his hand to me, who picked me up when I failed so miserably, when I hardened my heart and my mind and insisted on going the direction that was harmful. I thank you that you don't hold it against me, but that you love me and you welcome me home. So, Father, I ask you and I thank you. I ask for your forgiveness of my continued sins. I pray and ask for your guidance and your wisdom to love you more so that I can love others as myself. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.